Hello, girls and ghouls. My name is Paige, and this is Lurking in the Dark. So, today's episode is going to be about the spirit, the Kelpie. Um, which, according to Historic UK, which is a website I was looking on, uh, it is an aquatic, shape-shifting water horse from Scotland. Kelpies, they... So they're gonna haunt, like, streams and rivers, normally in the shape of a horse. But, close to the end of the episode, I'll read some stories about people who have survived a Kelpie encounter. Now, normally, Kelpies get their victims by either disguising themselves as a black, white, gray horse. Um, I don't know if they come in other colors. It normally just specified those three colors that seem lost, um, even though it's looking for its next meal. Or it'll transform into beautiful women, beautiful men to attract older adults. Kelpies mostly go for children, because you see a if you see a beautiful horse near a water when you're a child, I don't think it registers in your mind that you don't want to touch it. But I I couldn't tell you I've never encountered one. Um. And also according to mythical creatures from Weebly, uh. These creatures are very malevolent, which means they're very aggressive type of spirit. They aren't nice like other spirits could be. Um, Kelpies can actually give themselves away to people, um, which is a lot easier to think about when you look at it. Uh, being, you can be wary of black, gray, white horses with constantly dripping mane, or they look lost. You can also do that with humans if they have constantly dripping hair, but take for take it for granted because it could be raining really hard there. I, I've never been to Scotland, so I can't say, but that's one thing to look out for. Another thing to look out for is if you hear squeal, shrieking or howling at night during a storm or during any type of storm, whether it be day, night. And that's a Kelpie's when a storm is approaching, actually. They'll start screaming and howling. Um, and it is also said that they will, their tail, when it hits the water, will sound like thunder. And that's according to I.C. Sedgwick. Maybe they've seen one. I'm not sure. But I will now be reading some stories. And it is up to you to believe it, whether a Kelpie exists or doesn't exist. This story is from the website Scotland's. 
uh, and it's about a battle of a Kelpie with a bull. Many years ago, a family was farming the land to the north of a long, thin lock. They knew all about the beasts of the lock side and were not surprised when one of their cattle gave birth to a huge black calf with red-rimmed nostrils and a fiery temper. Because sometimes the fairy bulls would get in with amongst the crofters' cows, and their fairy blood was welcome in the herds. But this fairy bull calf was wilder than most, bigger, faster growing, and with a rare bad temper. So the crofter locked him in a pen to try and tame him, but all he did was eat grow and bellow. One day, the crofter's daughter was walking along the lock. She was, as always, wary of saddled horses, but she wasn't concerned when a young man stepped out in front of her. He was dressed in fine blue clothes and had long, wild blonde hair and a very charming smile. Would you do me a favor, young lady? Of course, sir. Would you lend me a comb? She had a comb in her apron pocket, so she handed it to him, and he began to tangle to get the tangles out of his hair. But he was struggling with the hair on the back of his head, and raised his eyebrows with, and grinned. Would you mind? So she sat on the ground, and he lay his head on her lap, and she began to tease and tug the knots in his hair. His hair was a little damp, which was odd, and there was, had been no rain since yesterday. But even ever odder, there was waterweed, stringy clumps of green stems and leaves wound into his hair. That's why it was so hard to come out. Waterweed and damp hair. The girl's combing fingers slowed. This wasn't a handsome young man. This mu is... This must be a beast from the lock, changed not into a horse, but into a man. To try and trick unwary locals under the waves. Her fingers began to move again, but this time she hummed as she combed lullabies and love songs until the man dozed off. She untied her apron, leaving his head upon it as she stood up carefully. She started to run for home. But as she heard the roar of a rage behind her, she then heard the sound she had dreaded. Not feet running after her, but hooves. She would never make it all the way back to the croft, not chased by a four-legged water horse. Then she realized she was running past the pen of the bull. She used the comb to flick the latch up, and she kicked open the pen and took cover behind the gate. The bull stormed out right into the path of a white water horse. The bull bellowed, and the horse screamed, and they bit, and they kicked, and they reared, and the Kelpie forgot all about the girl, who ran home as fast as she could, the noise of fight fading behind her. As she reached the door of the croft, she looked around. The bull and the horse, a whirling battle of white mane and black horns, had forced each other all the way to the lock side. Suddenly, the hooves slipped and slid, the beast vanished beneath the waves. And neither of them have been seen since. It's probably still wise, even all these years later, not to let kids play out of sight on the lock side. Well, that 
that's a different story than what you normally hear with Kelpies. Normally, it's the person trying to keep themselves away from it or, like, trying to not touch the creature because they're hide or they're... I don't know if you'd call it a hide or... But we're going to call it a hide. Is sticky like tar so your hand would stick to it or your fingers would get tangled in its mane it really depends it also is said that if you cut the bridle of the reins off of it that you it will you will be in control of this creature but i don't have any stories of those who have lived to tell that tale Our last story is a story about a group of children that was playing close to Loch Ness, home of Nessie. Um, This one is from the website Clan, and let's get into it. One story goes that a group of children was playing on the water's edge of Loch Ness. As the water began to ripple and foam nearby, they glanced over to see a beautiful black horse trotting over to them from the water. Excited to see such a beautiful horse, the children stroked and circled it. Getting on its back, the children attempted to ride their new friend. However, one child remained on the ground next to the horse. He looked up and reached the creature's neck to stroke him. As he did so, his hand became stuck to the horse's neck. Becoming terrified, the boy tried with all his strength to remove his hand from the horse's neck, but he was completely stuck. As the horse started to pull him with the children on its back into the lock, the boy decided that he must cut his hand off to escape. In doing so, the horse returned to the water, taking the children on its back with it. In freeing himself, the boy ran to seek help, sorting out his severed hand and trying to get to the other children, waiting at the water's edge for days. The boy was determined to find any sign of his friends. However, the children were never seen again. Well, I know when I was younger, my mom always kept track of me by water. Um, I, I can't say I was always kept track of. Like when I was older, I was able to go more by myself, but she'd always check on me. So I, I don't know the age of these children. So I, I don't know. I can't blame the parents. I shouldn't be victim blaming. But now we understand why people are so superstitious of things like this, especially those who have lived in Scotland for many years.